0: Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to Manager Matt. This week's episode, Empowering. Today, as part of the Big Five Management Principles, we'll examine empowering. How empowerment in the workplace can be truly achieved. We will discuss how empowering is the key to unlocking the other four principles in the Big Five, and how letting go increases job satisfaction and delivers results. So let's get on with the show. So it's number five of the Big Five, the final point. Sounds like a sequel to a really bad movie, doesn't it? Empowering your teams. You have built a culture of open, constructive one-to-ones. Your feedback model is working Both in continue and corrective situations. You have delegated the work to the correct level and you have coached your top performers to improve. Now we continue this growth with empowering. To drive us at work, you need to think about empowerment, purpose, and autonomy. Money gets us through the door in the morning, it gets us out of bed and makes sure we turn up on time. But what we do at work is all about how empowered we are, both in ourselves and in how the organisation is set up. So it's time to trust your team to see them move past the model of hierarchy to a new level of performance. The next question is how do we get to that next level? It's time to let the brakes off and move the team forward. Some managers at this point get very worried. It's like that high-speed wobble on the bike of life. Do I apply the brakes and slow the progress, or do I push through? confident you are ready but questions of doubt circle in our minds what if they don't need me what if i make my own role redundant what will i do with my time will they think i'm lazy trying to get rid of accountability don't panic look at it from another angle reframe the situation ask yourself what can i do now which i couldn't do before how can i move to the next level in the company? How can I use my knowledge and time to drive the key projects that I can't get round to doing? Don't forget, you're still the boss. You're 100% accountable for the results. So don't book the spa day or the round of golf just yet. Empowering people builds on delegation and should be, by now and at this stage in the process, starting to flow down the organisation. Not just at your management level and your SLT, but to all the other levels beneath them. Empowerment links to the idea of your team understanding their purpose in the organisation and the vision you've given your team. Although less tangible than the other four of the big five, it's still a structured approach to make sure we can truly land this. Empowering is moving away from overall control of a lot of decisions to a point where you as a manager can step up and your SLT can also do the same. What you find in organisations is everyone manages down a level. So your supervisors are doing operators' jobs, your shift managers are doing supervisory jobs, and your department leads are doing shift managers' jobs. And that runs all the way through the organisation. That's because empowerment's not correct. You haven't got the delegation right, and you haven't got the empowerment right. Autonomy is a big motivator for people. People love to be in control of what they do in their workplace. Let's use a sporting example. Consider the rugby player at the back of the scrum. I know you might have not played rugby and I know you might not understand what a scrum is but you have a group of players and they're all pushing against each other and there's a guy at the back with his head down pushing every day. Push, push, push. That's all I've got to do. I've got to push. Now if he can pull his or her head out of that scrum and view the field ahead he can set up the next play. He can see where we can score the winning try. Teams understand their vision but each player also should understand their purpose. The coach and manager sets the players the overall aim. But the players have to know how they can play their part to be successful and deliver results. And that's where that empowerment comes in. If you think of the football team, the players are the ones who make the decisions. The players are the ones with the autonomy to take the change in direction. They've got the empowerment to pass the ball. As a manager, you'll be moving away from granting permission to a system of where people will intend to do. They'll ask you to intend. And this is something that can be quite a big change for some organisation. As before, we're very used to a hierarchy. We've got a manager at the top, and then they make the big decisions. Some people seem to think the managers know everything. I'll let you into a secret. We don't. There's no secret club that you get into when you become a manager. You don't get a key to, here's the total knowledge of the world. You don't get that. You're just the same as everybody else. You're just learning at a different level. You've just got to answer questions in a different way. That's the difference between the management and the guys down further down the the, the organisation. So let's look at the steps we can take to get empowerment landed in your business. Step one, lead the team with empowering as an overarching vision. The team should see empowering as a way of unlocking their potential in the business. It will allow them to look at the internal success factors such as pride, satisfaction in the job moving away from the wage and the benefits of the old incentive system. You and your team are unlocking knowledge and experience so that the problems can be solved further down the organisation and the empowerment and the enjoyment that people get out of that is immense. The knowledge sometimes sits in silos and that is maybe because of a skill or because of time served. That restricts the rest of the team for hitting the goals. You're encouraging a learning and growing skill set instead of a superhero. You know what the superhero managers are, aren't you? They're the ones who we call, we don't know how to do this, please come and help. They swoop in with the cape flapping behind them. They sort the problem out in no time, with a little wink, and then they disappear off. And everyone goes, brilliant, we've solved the problem. But we don't know how we've solved the problem. And the next time the problem comes, we have to call the superhero again. But don't get this mixed up. You're not getting rid of anything. You're still there to support the growth. You're still there to guide them. You're just doing it at a different level. You're not abdicating any sort of responsibility and accountability is still there. So step two, starting to reverse the questions. What would you do? Now that's a powerful statement for a manager to give a direct, especially when managers for many years have been the person to go to, the person who will know more. This means the directs are going to come to you, not for a decision, unless it's an emergency. As we said before, we're not getting rid of this accountability. In an emergency, you're going to be there. You're going to have to get in there and get it sorted out. So how does this sound? How does this reverse question start to make sense to you? Well, let's try to look at it in a way from a direct coming to see you. And they're going to come to you and they're going to go, Boss, I'm sure you, they know your first name, but let's use Boss for this example. I intend to run the production lines on a lower speed to make sure we get the product out while the engineering... Get a solution sorted to make sure that we can put it right going forward. I think we're going to speak about it in the morning meeting. Just thought I'd let you know. Now, the boss reaction would be, great, thanks for that information. Sounds like a plan. Would you like any more help in making this decision? A good arena to see these kind of decisions is a production meeting, for example. That can be a, a real point where a lot of information is passed up to the manager. So your directs normally turn up to a production meeting and they have a set of KPIs and they're going to feed it out. And then sometimes it's like, right, your responsibility now. I've told you, that's me done. That don't work when you're doing empowering. You expect those guys to come with, this has happened, but we've done this and this is the outcome I feel we're we're going to make. Is there anything else that you can see? And I do that with my boss. Whenever I'm speaking to my, uh, my direct boss, I'll be talking about an issue or a problem or a project. And I would always be saying, this is what's happened. These are the consequences. This is the short term. This is the middle term, and this is the long term solutions that we can do. Is there any more that you can help me with on this, or do you know anything else that I might have missed? And it gives the boss a chance at that point to put anything in that he sees or she sees that you may have missed, or they have more knowledge. But they've empowered you to make them decisions, and they're happy for you to run with them. And that's what you want your team to be doing. You know, they want to be. You want them coming to you with some solutions. I've worked with some people who are very much at just the, the hospital pass, they call it. The pass that's your problem now, let me move along. And you can't accept that in a modern but work. We've got all those brains working in the same directions. So you can't have people just abdicating the responsibility by saying, well, this is your issue. And that's why step two is reversing that question. Start asking them, what will you do? And Step three for me would be, don't get into the detail. And this is a really powerful thing to do, and it can be the hardest point of what you're trying to make over, because you might be asking for an overview of your directs and encouraging them to come up with solutions, and what you don't really need to do is dive into that detail. Now, obviously, there's always a caveat to these. If you've got specific knowledge in this, or it is a specific project that you've taken on, you would want more detail. But uh, that can be very hard for certain people, especially project managers or people from a IT or a technical background, because they want you know, the thread to the needle, every single possible outcome. Uh, And really, when you're talking about empowering, you're letting the directs do that part. You've done the coaching with them. You've got them up to a place where they can take empowerment. Then you've got to let them do it. And you've got to do it in a controlled way. Because if you start to cut the legs out from underneath them every time they've made a decision, guess what? They're going to stop making decisions. And step four is review your progress with your team. Is it embedding right? Are they getting more or less questions from their directs? Do you need to swoop down sometimes? Is there certain things they're really not comfortable with that needs more coaching? Or are they very happy with it? Is it running well? And at this point, obviously, the other tools come in, your one-to-ones, your feedback. And this is coming to you. They're going to give you feedback and how they feel the process is moving. They're also going to come up with some concerns that they might have. This is not something that's going to happen overnight. Like everything else, it takes time, it takes practice to get this thing right. So there may be sometimes where you make mistakes and you have to go back to the drawing board or reeling things in. Usually, in my experience, it's when something's fallen down and you walk away, uh, things have gone wrong, and you start thinking, well, maybe I should have been a bit closer to that. So fine, next time be closer to it. See where you've gone wrong and try to improve. Now, there's also an empowerment in some of the other ways that we work uh, currently. So, you know, during the COVID crisis, you know, we've got a lot of people who have broken the tradition of the office and the workplace. They're not doing the nine till five anymore. And that's another point that we can try to do around autonomy and empowering. Where do people need to work? What are their core hours? What hours do you need them? You know, let's ask people what they're interested in working on now. Giving them the projects means that they've got autonomy. And that means that they're enjoying the tasks and they've got a purpose in work. So that nine to five coming to the office, sitting in the office it's changing all the time. Now, I still think there's going to be a time for face-to-face, and I'm a big face-to-face believer. But we do have remoteness now. We do have uh, a number of platforms that you can use to be productive, to deliver results, We don't necessarily have to be in the same place. And I know a lot of people who have really enjoyed this change. Not the COVID crisis. Obviously, that's a terrible thing that's happening to us all. But they've enjoyed the fact that they've got some freedom. And we need, really need to be embedding that as being something going forward that we want to really happen. So let's review the steps of empowering. Step one, lead the team with an empowering, overarching vision. Step two, reverse the question. Step three, don't get into the detail. And step four, review your progress with the team. And that's it. Well, thank you for listening to how to embed empowerment. Now it's over to you. You have the background of why it works, You have the context of how you will deliver results. You have a step-by-step guide. Now it's up to you to take action and start seeing the benefits. So what are you waiting for? Do it. Nothing comes from nothing. Okay, that's it for me, Manager Matt, this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing